wooded area on Edmondson Pike. The fourth victim was Douglas Hammond. He died when his vehicle was swept by floodwaters after getting out of his car when he got stuck. Ballots due today from Amazon workers near Birmingham deciding on whether to unionize. Former employee Chris Smalls formed a workers' rights group. Workers are being misinformed, and that's the ultimate thing about union busting is the doubt that they install into workers, and this company is absolutely doing that. S&P futures are down 20, Dow futures off 173 at the moment. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. This cooking tip with Rachel Ray is sponsored by Bank of America. What's the perfect mix for cheese fondue? Here's Rachel Ray with her easy-to-make recipe. We have fontina, gouda, and gruyere cornstarch to help stabilize the cheese sauce. And then I add a little bit of nutmeg and white pepper, and you're basically done. Brought to you by the Bank of America Cash Rewards Credit Card. Earn 3% cash back on online shopping for all the essentials in your life. Take advantage of an irresistible new offer from HelloFresh. Get delicious recipes and fresh pre-portioned ingredients delivered to your door. With more than 25 weekly recipes, there's something for everyone to enjoy, including family-friendly, vegetarian, and low-calorie options. Plus, you can skip the store and save up to 28% on groceries. Go to HelloFresh.com Sky12 and use code Sky12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping, for a limited time only. That's code Sky12 at HelloFresh.com Sky12. Speaking out after last week's massacre at a supermarket in Boulder, KCNC-TV's Michael Abeda from Denver. We need to get those weapons removed. A small but passionate group gathered at the Colorado State Capitol Sunday afternoon to protest gun violence. One person who spoke was Tom Mauser. He's dedicated his life to passing gun safety legislation after his son was killed in the Columbine shooting. He says no matter the size of the crowd, he likes seeing people come out to support his cause. It's great to see people willing to, to commit to that change. They say it's time to save lives, whether that's on the streets of Denver or a grocery store in Boulder. And they say the first step is for everyday people to talk to their lawmakers. Dick Sporting Goods credits a shift to outdoor exercise and at-home workouts for better-than-expected sales during the pandemic to keep up the pace. It's opened its first experiential store in Rochester, New York, with a rock climbing wall for customers and indoor wellness spaces. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over 39 years, I bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. COVID environment, we buy nice houses in nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, license, or other costly entanglements, and build big cash flow and huge wealth without the hassle of tenants, and all without using credit and little or no money. Go to ronsfreetraining.com and I'll send you my free training and show you how it's done. I promise I'll open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. That's ronsfreetraining.com and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's ronsfreetraining.com. Go to ronsfreetraining.com today to learn how you can buy and sell homes with little or no money. Go to ronsfreetraining.com and sign up today. That's ronsfreetraining.com. 
tired of being cooped up in the house? Then grab your mask and hit the streets on Friday, April 2nd to find the special eggs hidden throughout Athens City and surrounding areas for Power 105's Easter Egg Hunt. Clues starting at 6 a.m. that help you figure out each egg's hiding spot. Download the WXTQ Power 105 app and take us with you to find the eggs. Then head over to Texas Roadhouse from 5 to 7 to redeem your prize. Power 105's Easter Egg Hunt, April 2nd, 2021. Spring is here. What a better way to celebrate than with a new color and style from the Infinity Salon. As a Goldwell Ambassador Salon, color is our specialty. Whether it's a balayage, platinum blonde, brilliant rich reds, or beautiful brunettes, we perform all the latest techniques to achieve the perfect color and style to fit your individuality. The Infinity Salon, to infinity and beyond your expectations. TheInfinitySalon.com, 740-594-4600. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. This time of the year, the weather changes quickly. And when you want to know about the school closings, you'll get them on Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Listen every morning from 6 till 8.30 for the complete list that affects you. The school closings on WATH is brought to you by Ohio Health Oblenis Hospital. Believe in we. The school closings when you want them on your center for winter weather information. Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Steak and Shake thanks our community for patronizing our restaurant and supporting local business. You can visit Steak and Shake's drive-thru or order online for delivery and carry-out at SteakandShake.com. We'll even bring it out to you with our curbside service. Enjoy delicious breakfast, burgers, shakes, fries, and more. Open 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. Call 740-592-2005 or visit us online at SteakandShake.com. Be sure to sign up for our rewards club for even more deals. Steak and Shake, 941 East State Street in Athens. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. I-N-E-P-T. M-X Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Well, Coach Turf, you've returned from Seashore State where your oysters played their fifth game of the season. I'm wondering what kind of game it was. Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, Oysters played a real fine ball game offensively and defensively. And, boy, them uh, Seesaw State fellers played a fine ball game. They gave us a fine ball game. So what all the fans who came to see the game, seeing what everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. I understand this is where Coach Shark Sheffield whose secretary Sue Salisbury sells seashells. At Wait a the minute. We ain't got that much time. This is only a five-minute program. Could we get a score on the ball game, Coach? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because it is a real sore spot 
literally about what the score of that ball game was. You know, we got beat. I believe it was 66 and zip, but there was what you call ex extenuating circumstances. Well, could you explain that a little bit uh, more in detail for us? Well, you see, what happened was we was breaking in a brand-new driver going in 1937 Packard on this road trip, good old uh, uh, Skid Crawford. You know, I call him good old Skid Crawford. He'll be good old Skid Crawford unless he messes up again. You know, he was supposed to have packed all the uniforms in the Packard going on the way over there to the beach, and he didn't pack a single one of them rascals. And, and I'll be dogged if we got there and we didn't, and we had to play, all of our boys had to play without their uniform shirts on, and I'm telling you, it's hot, and that sun was out at the beach, and all of our boys got sunburned, and we didn't bring no sunburn lotion, and by the time halftime rolled around, they were so sunburned, they couldn't make a tackle, they couldn't complete a pass, they couldn't make a running play, they couldn't do nothing without getting killed out there, and, and I'm real disappointed with the way that ball game turned out. Sounds like a terrible situation, Coach. We'll talk more about it right after we pause for this message. And the Coach Hart Turf proudly brought to you by the Ohio Association of Embalmers. Well, Coach Turf, I know a 66 to nothing loss must be tough to take, but you were telling me about some extenuating circumstances, a, a big home field advantage for Seashore State. Well, that's right. You know, uh, not the least of which is their field what they play on. It's a surface that we ain't used to playing on. They, course uh, use that advantage to everybody that plays over there they got a lot of sand on their field ain't no question about it and our boys ain't used to playing on it makes footing real treacherous real sloppy but they started at the ball game wanting us to play with a football that we ain't used to playing with a, a ball that's a lot whiter than than what you normally play with and ball that's a lot rounder than what they normally play with and they tried to tell us that's the kind of ball they play with all the time out there on the beach but we didn't want to play with that football and that kind of got us a little upset and of course then there was their cheerleaders over there they was wearing a whole lot less than the cheerleaders what we're used to seeing over at our place you know uh, uh seeing them cheerleaders over there on the beach kind of reminded me of our statistic sheets you know them uh, statistic sheets and cheerleaders look a lot alike when they're wearing what they're wearing namely uh statistic sheets show a whole lot but then again they don't show everything be listening again sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the fighting oysters of inept tech the coaching legend in his own mind the one and only coach art turf in our 71st year of service to southeast ohio am 970 and 97.1 fm Bright and beautiful. Look at that sunshine just booming through our windows here. Only 35 degrees, though. I'll take it. Supposed to climb up to 58 today, 74 tomorrow. And later this week, chilly again. Or would it be hot tamales? It's a Monday, we got a free-for-all. On the 97s, W-A-T-H, good morning, folks. Welcome to you. Whether you're listening to our um, AM signal on 970 AM or our FM signal on 97.1, we welcome you. 
Scott's here, as you've heard all morning. I'm here as well. Good morning. Good morning. And we also stream live at 970WATH.com. Yeah. <laughs> so how many times did you cut grass this weekend? Twice. Twice? Yeah. Twice on Saturday? No, one, no. Once? One each. One each? No, didn't I mean, ra- didn't uh, you get any rain yesterday? Um, Not to speak of. Oh. Overnight. Right. Overnight. Okay. Um, no, I mean, of course, you're teasing me. I, I did... Um, level a couple spots but um mostly i was running my garden tractor and trailer and picking up uh, clippings from bushes i've been trimming and stuff like that yeah some big winds branches blowing in yards i didn't have as bad as i expected but uh, certainly there were smaller limbs down and um, cleaning off the decks and that sort of thing but uh, you know, it's it's spring. Yeah, it, it felt good to be outside. Good, typical, usual spring maintenance around the yard. I, um, folks, for twenty twenty five years or so, I've sort of helped coordinate the uh, track and field events at Athens City School District. This would be for both junior high and high school. Um, you know, with the COVID thing, um, there was a, a question in my mind, were we going to have those events this year? And the head coach, Adam Gonzi, great guy, uh, had been sending me emails, which I never received. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> updating me on the status of things and it turns out that they are going to have a season and it begins this Wednesday evening and so every Wednesday for the next five weeks there will be a track meet either high school or junior high I think uh, I think three of them are high school and two are junior high well you know I'm trying to see what I can do to clear my schedule but I'm um, folks, if if any of you would like to help the kids, would you email me, and I'll give you my email address. Uh, it's generally a commitment of like from four thirty until eight thirty, um, and it's on Wednesday nights this year, or Wednesday evenings. Um. Sometimes they send us a hot dog and a, a soft drink or something midway. So it's not like you're going to starve. Um, but uh, this timing of these track meets is really has to be done well. And we have an electronic system, and then we back it up with a, a, a handheld system. And we have to keep track of who's you know in what place and all that sort of thing. So it takes a crew of eight or ten people. And I went through my my historical crew, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm this is just a fact of life. From last year to this year, two of my former timers have passed. Boom. Yeah. 
and wow. and another one is ill. And so so they could use some help. We um we still have plenty if they all could do every date, but they can't. So um and even for, with, with my late notice this year, it's going to be a little tough on my making every meet this year. But that's just because um, I didn't get an email back when Adam sent it to me. Anyway, we're working things out, and it'll be great, and it's fun to get these sports back underway. Yes, it is. High school baseball, softball, yep. track, all uh, going to be having seasons this year. They were in doubt. What a few months ago, even well, weeks ago, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and and I tell you what, another nice thing about it is you get to meet some nice people, because uh, many of these folks have been doing it for me for twenty five years or better. Um. And they're from all walks of life. Uh, is it's just a great group, okay? Yeah, kids are. Great kids. Well, I'm talking about the, t- the adult time. I, yeah, I knew you were talking about them. I'm going even the a little further. Eh. Than that. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding, of course. <laughs> that was an Art Turf sound effect there. But, uh, the ki- you know, you meet some great kids and, and parents, yeah. too, that come along, and, and boosters, school personnel, too. It's so. amazing how many of the people I do have helping that um, their kids graduated Mercy, 20 years ago. Yeah. But they they were asked back then to help, and they've just enjoyed it ever since. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you uh, get a decent response there. Well, anyway, so my email, just in case you want to do it, it's palmerd, and then you have your choice, either ohio.edu or WXTQ.com. Either way. All right. Well, good morning. How was your weekend? It was good. I mean, it was a beautiful day, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Nice temps. Got a few things done. In and uh, We did a good bit of gardening. You did? Yeah. Yeah? Good. That was a beautiful day for it. Sunday, it started raining overnight, and then it came down in buckets, as they say, yesterday morning a few times. So I must have missed that. It must have been before I got up or something. It was around, what time was it? 7, yeah. 15, Sundays, 7.30? Sundays I sleep in a little bit. Yeah, so uh, that kind of... I did notice some puddles in the yard. Yeah, but then again, you know, the wind kicked up through the day yesterday and dried out things pretty quickly but yeah, each my- year um my neighbor grace and myself we um and her uh, son-in-law dean he has an aerator and it's a pull behind your tractors type thing and it yep. punches holes and and uh lets the grass get more oxygen and and all that sort of thing. Carbon dioxide. Yep. All that stuff. And um, so we had just done that the weekend before. And just to see the way water stands, and then you aerate, and then it doesn't stand nearly so much. Imagine that. Yeah. All those little poked holes. Yep. 
And over the weekend, I enjoyed the NCAA basketball tournament as well. So that was pretty cool to see that. Well, give us an update. Well, I thought Creighton was going to give Gonzaga a better game than they did. Now, Creighton is the team that beat the Bobcats, right? Mm -hmm. So they played uh, decent, but Gonzaga has been the number one team all year. And they showed uh, like they should have been yesterday. Now, whether Gonzaga or Creighton was having an off day or not, but uh, Gonzaga looks like the team to beat, uh, as well as Michigan. Uh, Michigan played very well. Uh, they move into now the Elite Eight. So there are, uh, well, there were 16 teams going into yesterday. Mm hmm. And now there are eight. So that uh, that's where they stand right now. Now the staff here, folks, filled out, uh, what do you call those? Brackets. Bracket sheets before the whole thing began. Um, I have no idea where those are. I'd like to see how many circle games I got right <laughs> and how many I haven't. I think uh, you can check in with Captain Shane okay. on that one. Well, he's down the hall. Get his attention for a minute. Okay. Um, and see if he can drag anything in here. All right. Um, but going on, um, the teams that moved in are Gonzaga and USC. They play Tuesday evening. So with, you know, the schedule different this year, just like, Everything is different due to the pandemic. They've squeezed all these games in. Typically, they, they go from weekend to weekend. Not this year, obviously. So, uh, Gonzaga, number one seed. They play USC, a number six seed. And uh, Baylor and Arkansas both moved on. They play tonight. Baylor, number one seed. And uh, they are still in it. And also, let's see, who do we have on the other side? Michigan, as I mentioned, they move in uh, to the Elite Eight. Uh, they played a pretty good Florida State team, uh, beat them 76-58. I've got Michigan picked to win it all. I, that's who I picked at the beginning. They will play UCLA tomorrow night. And the uh, first game this evening will be at 7:15. Oregon State, a number 12 seed. Uh, that has moved on to take on a number two seed, Houston. I can tell you I did have Michigan getting into the final. Um, That's a good pick. The other side of the bracket, eh, eh. not doing too well over there. But let's find out. Okay. Um, there oh. are, there oh, are three number one seeds left with Illinois being the only number one seed to make it, uh, to not make it. Into the uh, elite eight. Okay, let's, so let's get Captain Shane involved. Okay, he doesn't have anything else to do. Back there. <laughs> um. Oh Shane. Yo Shane. Okay. I've never done the brackets. Well, that's not true. Very rarely do I do the brackets. But uh, there was a. Uh, inner staff thing going on this year that okay. Shane captained. Uh, put him on, put him on two. Okay, Mike two. Well, 
Maybe there I want them elsewhere. Shane. Good morning, Dave. Oh, there he <laughs> is. He is. He's timid, isn't he? But I didn't have his volume up. Yeah, the microphone yeah, is turned around. Let's try this again. There. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Dave. Oh, there you are. <laughs> okay. Did you bring the brackets in? No, they're at home. Well, what? They're at home? Yes. How can we trust that to be <laughs> a safe place? It is a safe place, trust me. <laughs> That's all you get. Well, what? get out of here. <laughs> okay. That was short and sweet. I know. It? Yes, that, it was. What, what good does <laughs> yeah. that do? If we want to have a conversation about the brackets while well, they're at home. I know. Well, I haven't got to have time to do, look at them over the weekend. You know, some teams played yesterday. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well... Do we have any idea of, um, well, I was just personally curious how poorly I have been uh, selecting. To be honest, you're actually doing really well. Serious? Seriously, yes. Dang. Okay, that, that was unexpected. When, use that way when people don't know what they're doing. They just yeah throw straws and pick numbers. Mm -hmm. well, it's throw, true. Yeah. <laughs> throw darts. I was really impressed. <laughs> okay. Wow. Way to go. Well, uh, let's see. Now, Scott has far more knowledge about this. I trust he's really doing a terrible job. Oh, I didn't participate because I filled out a bracket. What do you mean you didn't participate? <laughs> well, not officially because I told Shane I can't enjoy the tournament when I've got a bracket and a, and a team that I know should be in the Elite Eight that get bounced out in the first round like Ohio State. They got beat by a number 15 seed. Unfortunately. Yeah. And it just, I can't enjoy the tournament more than I can without being in it. I'll show you my bracket, though. I've got, I had Michigan and Illinois. How do we in know this game. is a legitimate bracket you're going to show us? Because it's, it's not been kept in a safe place <laughs> without your access. Oh, yeah. It's been kept right here in the vault. Inside a mayonnaise jar <laughs> on the steps of Funkin' Wagnall's porch. By the way, I made some kerosene lights out of mason jars this weekend. They're really cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else can we mess up this morning? Um, okay. Well, Shane, <laughs> um, you have orders now. Okay. Tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Bring the charts. I want to see seriously. But we won't touch them. We will, we will not interfere with them. We won't change any of our answers. We just want to see them. That they, works for me. They okay. will be checked for whiteout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you can enjoy Shane from 10 to 2, right? 10 to 3. 10 to 3 over on FM each day. On cool. Power 105 with Captain Shane. The midday madness, as I like to call it. Midday midday madness? Yes. Not March madness. No. It's midday. Midday madness. Because madness. I'm so mad, you never know what's gonna, what I'm going to do or say. <laughs> My goodness. I hope that's a good thing. It is a very good thing. <laughs> well, you know, um, your name was being discussed a good bit last night. I'm sorry. That's probably bad. <laughs> was it anything believable? 
Okay, well, <laughs> um, Liz is under the weather, right? Yes. And so I had said, call Shane, and everybody said, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good to know. That is. Everybody said, no wonder you're mad. Yes. They, they say, he complains at the end of the day now. Oh. I, I do not. <laughs> don't listen to them, Dave. <laughs> so I, I thought, well, Man, you got beat up last night. I know. Didn't even know it. Yeah. Beat up Shane Day on so, Sunday. So Connor's filling in. Yeah. Uh, we, we Folks, uh, Liz, who's a hoot, um, and, and if you think she's a hoot on the air, wait till you meet her in person. <laughs> but uh, she's um, under the weather, right? And, um, oh, that reminds me of an old farm joke. Oh, you got to do it then. Okay. You got to stick around for this one. Okay. I don't know if I've heard it. Um, you know how sheep breed, right? Mm, it's not all no. that different than any other animal. No. Okay. Okay. We'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. But a term for a, um, what would you call it? Um, a male sheep. That is sterile, is a weather. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, each spring, um, when a female sheep hasn't um, isn't expecting, they say, "What's wrong?" And they say, "Well, I was under the weather." Ah. See, it's a farm joke. Yeah. And and the female sheep is called a, a, an ew. Ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Here, speaking of farms, that just reminded me of something. Uh-oh. A, a joke. Yeah. That, you know, there are lots of trees on farms, typically. Um, this is kind of like a, a kid joke. Kid jokes rule. They do. <clears throat> Why can't you trust a tree? I have no idea. Because they are shady. (laughs) Kid jokes Mm -hmm. rule. And speaking of kid jokes, I do a (laughs) laughter at 20 after over on Power 105 around 120. Yes. And these are just like cheesy kid jokes, and these are like hilarious. Because, you know, people just like, after they just eat their lunch, they're just kind of like in a slump. They're just like, uh... So it's like I try to do a little bit of an afternoon pick-me-up just to get your afternoon just a little bit, make you bright and make you laugh and just have a better afternoon. Cool. Yes. Kid jokes. Mm Mm-hmm. Rock. They do. (laughs) (laughs) We have a PSA that has some of those on there. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. What are they? They're dad dad jokes. jokes. Dad jokes, yeah. 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 Okay, well... um, Gee, we've wasted 20 minutes here. Yeah. With, um, with no brackets. Shane, Shane, bring the brackets tomorrow, okay? <laughs> I will. Thank you. Welcome. And don't you, forget about... You may be excused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and just want to remind your awesome listeners about our egg hunt coming up here on Friday. I'm sure you guys will be talking about that, too. Not so. yet. Go for it. Do it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Well, what are we going to do Thursday? Thursday, we're going to be hiding the eggs. 
And then Friday, at starting at 6 o'clock, we'll be dropping some hints and some clues of where these eggs will be at. Make that 6 a.m., folks, mm-hmm. on Friday morning. It all begins. On Power 105. Mm-hmm. Well, here, too. Keep going. And then, and... like, after you find your, like, after you get your clue, then you will call the station. I'm thinking it's going to be as at Power 105, I'm guessing, at 740-592-1055. Yep. Or one triple eight five nine two one zero five five, and then you will say, "I'm just gonna make up a name here. If this is your name, I'm sorry, but this like, B- Bill. Okay, let's just go with Dave Palmer. There yeah. you go. So Dave will call in and say, "I found egg number thirty four at wherever, wherever." And then so then we will take that information from that from you, write it down. And then I think we'll go on the air and say, egg 34 has been found. And then we'll drop a, another clue, as I'm guessing that's how it's all going to go. Yes, that's mm-hmm. how it does. This is my first year, so I'm kind of, this is all new to me, but this is just what I've been told. Yeah, that's how it does. Well, what I can tell you <clears throat> is that uh, this is a very popular promotion. And it's amazing how many people from far away uh, call us in advance of each Easter to see if we're doing it again because they want to come over and participate. (coughs) So it's a hoot, and And there's some great stories at the end of the day about this and that. And I'm so glad that we can actually do it this year besides the pandemic going on. People's been cooped up in their house like for a whole year, and they want to get out and do something fun, and this is something really fun and exciting to do for the, the kids, the adults too, so this is fun. Yeah, and speaking of pandemic, we are emphasizing it must be done according to Ohio State of Health, uh, COVID rules, social distancing, wear a mask, all of that. Wash your hands if possible. Take sanitizer with you. So yeah, and then and then what happens at five at, o'clock? And then at five o'clock, we will all meet at Texas Roadhouse on State Street, and we will redeem your prizes that way. Now, people that find the eggs, they won't know what the prize is. Until they get to Texas Roadhouse. So they'll find But, but, but let me just say here. And just then they so bring it down. I can tell you one of the prizes is a television. Yeah, the grand prize. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a whole bunch of other nifty things, too. If you would like to see what some of the items we have, they are up on our Facebook page at Power at WXTQ Power One Five. You get Facebook. to you get to see a little sneak peek. What's of, Facebook? <laughs> a sneak Never peek heard. of some of the things that we got. Face. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you open up a book and you see my face right there. <laughs> oh my, that's bad. Yes. The bestseller on the New York Times. Of course. List. <laughs> I've seen that on the uh, <laughs> wanted list. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't post surprise, office. Wouldn't surprise me any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this this program is just falling apart. You understand? And and Coach Arturf started. Um, okay, so we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, that works for me. Okay, man. And Easter egg hunt Friday. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, let's see here, Scott. Let's get into some other stuff. In fact, we have. Yeah, that's that was subtle, wasn't it? Thanks, Shane. You're welcome. We have a caller. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I was listening to. I was 
spend my whole day yesterday watching basketball as well. But I was watching the women's games, and I don't think you even mentioned anything about them. I did this morning. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did in the sportscast this morning, and uh, we certainly. But when can do you were just now. talking now, you didn't mention it at all. Okay, I watched them. Well, which was your favorite? Well, it was. There, those games were even closer, I think, than some of the men's games, and really exciting games. Which ones? We need to give them as much credit as. as oh, men. I agree. Which because one did you go, like the best? They they have the same requirements for training for. Um, classwork for everything else that the men do but they don't get any of the credit well they get some credit but not as much and that that was exhibited by what don staley brought up um for what was done in san antonio versus what was done in indianapolis it's just kind of sad title nine's been in effect for almost 50 years and there haven't been a lot of changes yet we need to make a lot more Sorry, what team, just wanted to what, make a statement. No, I get it, and I'm glad you did. What uh, team okay. particularly um, attracts you this year? Pardon? What team do you like the best this year? Um, UConn is still my all-time favorite. They, they're pace setters, and mm-hmm. uh, I think they're going to do it again this year for the women. Sure we're talking about but they're going to have a tough game against baylor for sure south carolina is pretty good too well they yeah and they have and that's don staley and she's she's another pace setter yes so i'm glad you brought it up really they've they've actually been more predictable i think than the men's bracket well again thanks for calling sure thanks for listening sure Bye. Have a good day. Okay. Thank you. You too. Yeah, their their Elite Eight tournament uh, happens today and tomorrow as well. UConn and Baylor today at 7. Indiana, Arizona today at 9. Texas, South Carolina tomorrow at 7. Louisville and Stanford tomorrow at 9 p.m. And all four, let's see, three number one seeds remain of their four number one seeds. Indiana's pretty good too. But I, I'll say this, uh, women's basketball has gained a lot. Uh, now, some may say not, but I know speaking from Ohio University's standpoint and their athletics department, uh, the women's program has basically evened out with the men's. Now, they don't always bring in the same revenue as men, uh, the men's sports, but I can tell you this from experience, they stay in very nice hotels they eat at very nice restaurants, uh, sometimes better than the men's program that I have seen coming in. Now, this is during my time at Ohio University Athletics. Uh, they are very well respected, uh, just as much as the men's team. Uh, they were, in uh, my perspective, uh, I treated all sports equally. I mean, you, you just have to do that. Well, yeah. No matter whether they're, you know, uh, cross country or football. We've got Doesn't another matter. caller, and it might be on the same topic. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. Yeah. How are y'all? I think we're all right. Dave, do you know why the basketball court was so wet? <laughs> uh, no. I do, but go ahead. People kept dribbling on it. <laughs> oh, 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 another dad joke. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, I got my shot. 
Your second one? No, I only had to have one. Oh, you're on the single deal? Yeah, the Johnson the Johnson one. Okay. Yeah, I got that the other day, and my arm's still sore. Well, it just, that's a, you know, a fluke. If they just hit a little nerve. Yeah. Um, but that'll go away quickly. Yeah, I told the guy when he'd get ready to give me a shot, I said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, what? I said, I'm allergic to needles. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He stopped in midair, looked at me, just then he started grinning. <laughs> I get it. Well, so um, let's see here. What's what's on your mind besides that? Well, I just, uh, this, just the basketball season, my bracket got blowed up. Yep. Well, I don't know because it's been locked away, but we'll find out tomorrow how we all do. Yeah. Or arguing, I, had, I should say. Now, with, with Illinois and Gonzaga, and the way Illinois had been playing, I had them beat Gonzaga. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> okay. I tell you what, Michigan surprised me. No, they haven't surprised me. I frankly had them coming to the uh, final game. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's what I did, too. I, I had Michigan playing Illinois in the finals. And I hate to tell you, but I had Ohio State on the other side. Yeah. But, and they got out. So we'll see how that looks. Um, I was surprised to hear Shane saying that I did pretty well so far. <laughs> I thought I had really clobbered it. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got a scoot. Listen, let's talk tomorrow. No problem. Okay. Have a great day. You bet. See you, Don. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. We've had so much uh, fun chatter this morning. Oh, yeah. We really haven't gotten into too much. Uh, today is March 29th. That's right, the 29th day of this month. It's National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. It's National Vietnam War Veterans Day. National Lemon Chiffon Cake Day and National Nevada Day. Um, I guess there's not a thing on that list that I don't uh, don't like or um, don't think is important. Uh, historically speaking, uh, in the year 1845, on this date, Paris is sacked by Viking raiders, probably under Ragnar Lodbrok who collects a huge ransom in exchange for leaving. In the year 1549 on this date, the city of Salvador, da Bahia, the first capital of Brazil, is founded. 1901, Edmund Barton is elected prime minister in Austria's first parliamentary election. 1912, Captain Robert Scott, stormbound in a tent near South Pole, makes last entry in his diary, The End Cannot Be Far. And it wasn't. 1961, after a four-and-a-half-year trial of Nelson Mandela, he is acquitted by treason, rather of treason. Let me start that over. He is acquitted of treason in Pretoria. 
Okay. Let's see here. Famous birthdays. Cy Young. How about that? Mm-hmm. Born Baseball in 18, pitcher. Born in 1867, died in 1955, and you just said? Baseball pitcher. Yes. And the best pitcher of each league, American League and National League, as voted on by sports writers, wins an award named after the one and only Cy Young. I just don't know about the way he combed his hair. <laughs> In a part right down the middle. Yep, they definitely had a different style. John Tyler. Scott, I'm going to need your help now. Tippett Canoe and Tyler, too. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Born in this state in 1790, died in 1862. If, if that's who we're talking about, he was a U.S. president. Oh, my. Tenth president of the U.S. from 1841 you know, to 1845. You know, recently when we do this show, and we'll come across a president whose name is just not on the tip of my tongue. I'm always amazed that I can't remember presidents. I mean, many of them I can, but not all of them. Okay, Sam Walton, born on this date in 1918, died in 1992. Founder of Walmart. Duh. I thought you were asking me for help there. I was. I was. (laughs) So that I could go, duh. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know if you knew. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Here's someone who's still alive. Very pretty lady. Lucy Lawless. This is her 53rd birthday today. But why should we know her? She is a, an actress. Now, they use actress, what I'm looking at. She's from New Zealand. And uh, she's best known for her roles in the title character in the TV series, Xena, Warrior Princess. Okay. Now, two famous deaths to mention. And let's see here. We did have a caller. Let me make sure of that. Nope, not anymore. <clears throat> okay. Gustav the third um not a very good picture of him i i don't think i he doesn't interest me at all i before i look i want to say he's a king of sweden now i will look born in 1746 died in 1792 king of sweden from 1771 until his assassination in 1792 well, just based upon his appearance, I don't think I need to know him. Okay. Robert Falcon Sw- Scott. Falcon Squat. Scott. Squat. <laughs> Robert Falcon Scott. There, I got it. 1868, died on this date in 1912. He was a Royal Navy officer and explorer, led two expeditions to the Antarctic regions. The Discovery Expedition of 1901 to 1904, and the ill-fated Terra Nova Expedition of 1910 to 1913. All right. Uh, This weekend I had some trouble keeping track of all the COVID statistics. Uh, Part of it is because uh, various different organizations nationwide have decided not to track now Saturdays and Sundays and then just update Monday through Friday. Okay. But the couple statistics I will mention. uh, Athens County. 
Uh, we now have 25% of our county vaccinated, 25.13%. That's a good thing. The state of Ohio, 20, let me, yeah, 27, almost 28%. The United States, 42%. Um, those are good figures, and let's keep it up. I guess I could tell you a little bit more. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. The county is now up to 4,805 cases. 107 are active. And we stand at uh, a number we've been at for a while, which is 52 deaths. State of Ohio has hit the um, 1,011,622 cases since this all began. Um, just shy of 50,000 are active. Nine hundred and sixty-one thousand eight hundred and seventeen people in the state of Ohio have recovered. Statewide, the death figure eighteen thousand five twenty-six. I think that's all we need to do today. Um, let me get over to this list. We have about uh, eight minutes remaining. Uh, today is Monday, March 29th. I guess we've mentioned that. The 88th day of the year. 277 days remain. Over here, the highlight in history goes back only to 1974, when on this date of March 29, eight Ohio National Guardsmen were indicted on federal charges stemming from the shooting deaths of four students at Kent State. The charges were later dismissed. Can you help me remember? We had a longtime Athens resident who was among the students that were um, injured. Dean Kaler. Dean Kaler, thank you. Yeah. I think Dean even was a county commissioner for a while. Yes, he was. I've lost track of him. He's moved from the area, but I'd like to say hi to him someday. Let's see, what else do we have here? <clears throat> in 1638, Swedish colonists settled in the present-day Delaware, the state of Delaware. In 1812, the first White House wedding took place as Lucy Payne Washington, the sister of First Lady Dolly Madison, married Supreme Court Justice Thomas Todd. Hmm. 1812. Uh, bum, 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 bum. 1867, Britain's parliament, parliament passed and Queen Victoria signed the British North America Act 
therefore creating the Dominion of Canada, which came into being the following July. Oh, we could pick on any number of things here. What about some birthdays? Uh, author Julia, Judith Guest is 85 today. Sir John Major, former British Prime Minister, is 78. Eric Idle, the comedian, 78. Walt Fraser, Basketball Hall of Famer, 76. Hector Bud Court, 73. Earl Campbell from football, right? Yes. 66. You need to oil your chair back there. I yeah, hear it somebody does. Yeah. Uh, maybe trade out chairs. Well, then I'd get it. And <laughs> no, I'd there's, there's another one oh, back there? here. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm having trouble recognizing. Oh, here we go. Actress Lucy Lawless, 53. Robert Gibbs, former White House press secretary, 50 today. Jennifer Capriati, former uh, tennis Hall of Famer, right? Yep. 45. She was a good one. Probably still is. But I know what you mean. I guess that's it. All right, now. I brought another report somewhere. But for the life of me, I can't find it. So maybe it didn't print. Um, well, there's always tomorrow, right? Yes. Um, let's, uh, let's look ahead at the weather. As I told you, today they're saying it's going to be somewhere between 55 and 58 degrees are high. Uh, 31 tonight. It was cold this morning. Yeah. I had, uh, fact, it says uh, here, one, I've got one report that says 31 tonight, another one that says 37 tonight. You were going to say. Oh, it was, I, we had 31 in here early this morning. In here? Not actually in here, but in here on the weather app. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, it was 31 plus, 31 plus a little more in here. Okay. Uh, we got a caller. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question for your audience. Has anyone ever gotten a robocall for a lost cat? I did last Saturday night about 8.30. They must not know about that lost and found that WATH offers. Mm-hmm. Well, a robocall. It was a lost cat alert. This is from... LittleKitty.com or, or LostKitty.com or something like that, and then talked about a lost cat on Mill Street area or something like that, huh. and it gives you a number to call and all that kind of stuff. Nope, not had that one. I'm I'm just saying, gee, I've never had that either. Well, I've, whatever works to get the cat back home, I'm all for it. Right, and I know you guys have a lost pet. Absolutely. Number two, so keep it up, and uh, they won't have to call everybody on a, some kind of line to tell them there's a lost cat, but they, they need to have a lost dog one then if they have a lost cat one. I'm sure. 
Yeah. All right. Well, you know the the the, the thing uh, Facebook has these different uh, territories of town. So like you got the far east, the um, east end, that sort of thing, and that seems to be very effective, where you can post in your neighborhood that this or that is lost, and then right. your neighbors really watch out for it. Okay. And- we happen to be in the fourth ward, speaking of in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised they're not having uh, regular polls open on that day. They're just asking you to come to the uh, board of elections to do it. Right. It doesn't seem fair. It seems like we should open up the polls for those people wherever there's a contested election. Call them and complain. I did. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Uh, 970 WATH. Let's see here. Okay, now, Scott. Yes. Your sport, your favorite sport of all time. We only have 60 seconds. Oh, it's got to be probably college football. Okay, and yet you were baseball. Baseball, yeah. Now, isn't that a little bit odd? That that the sport you played is not your favorite? (laughs) Um, It's right up there. But if I had to pick one, I'd go with college football. There's a lot of excitement there. Amateurism still in effect for now. And, uh, you know, a lot of just, you know, non-paid athletes, student athletes, moving a pigskin up and down the 100-yard field. I assume that your coach was Bob Brett. No, it was not. I was just right after really? Coach Wren. Yeah. Oh, who was that? Coach France. Oh, yes, Jerry France. Yeah. Always wanted to play for Coach Wren, but he decided to leave, and he still wanted me to come there, but I got to hurry up. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H FM's. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. George Floyd's family and supporters have just taken a knee for a symbolic eight minutes and 46 seconds as the trial in Minneapolis begins for former police officer Derek Chauvin. Video captured Chauvin pressing his knee to Floyd's neck for that same length of time before he died. Floyd family attorney Benjamin Crump. Today starts a landmark trial that would be a referendum on how far America has come in its quest for equality and justice for all. Chauvin is charged with murder and manslaughter. The incident ignited protests around the world. The giant container ship stranded in the Suez Canal for almost a week has been fully refloated. A full moon and high tides provided the assist to workers who'd been digging away sand below the stuck hull. The Ever Given's movement paves the way for hundreds of boats that had been stuck behind it. CBS's Vicki Barker says you may want to stock up. Even with with the best case scenarios, it will be months before the supply chain backlog caused by the canal blockage is cleared. And for Americans, that may mean shortages of everything from toilet paper and coffee to imported furniture. The Ever Given will undergo an inspection at the Great Bitter Lake to determine its seaworthiness. The CDC has just extended 